Welcome to another episode of the Nourishing Africa podcast. Today, I have here Segan Fidens Irajana, the founder and CEO of Park and Peak Rwanda, and Modun J, the founder and CEO of Farm Fresh Gambia. It is no news that the COVID-19 pandemic has the world at a standstill. And if there is anything, the ongoing situation has taught the world, it is that technology is the future of work. Businesses that are unable to incorporate tech have gone under. And for SMEs in the agriculture and food landscapes, the situation is really critical as the continent needs these enterprises to remain functional to avert a looming food crisis. The question is, how can agri-food SMEs leverage available technology to optimize the business operations at a time like this? Bakapik in Rwanda and Farm Fresh Gambia have both been able to pivot their models, relying heavily on technology to keep running and have even managed to increase sales during this period. How have they done it? What can other agri-food SMEs learn from them? Let's hear from them directly. Hello, Segan. Hey, how are you? Doing well. Thank you for joining us. Hi. So, Pleasure. I would um, invite you to introduce yourselves and your company. I will go first. My name is Fidens and I'm from Rwanda. I'm the managing director of a company called North Harvest, the mother company to a brand called Park and Peak. We run an online grocery store, which is covered with a home delivery service in Kigali, of course. I'm glad to be with you now. As you rightly stated, my name is Modu NSJI, and I am the founder and CEO of Farm Fresh, the Gambia, um, which started out in 2013, um, registered as an online food store and delivery company, um, specializing in the marketing and delivery of organic uh, produce obtained from farmers in the rural areas and our main target is um, Gambians in the diaspora who would shop on our platform to target I mean to have us deliver these items to their loved ones in the Gambia. We also supply to restaurants and hotels. All right thank you Modu. thank you Fidens. So we dig right in. Uh, I'd like you to share your experience on first how your businesses were affected at the beginning of the lockdown. I mean, with you know, companies closing down, your customers closing down. So how did all those things fit together? How was your business affected? Um, in Kigali, we were all, I mean, it was sudden and um, the government took measures to contain uh, the, the spread of the, uh, the pandemic and by setting up a lockdown, a total lockdown, and it was really enforced by the police. And as a business, of course, I mean, we knew that we were part of the essential uh, uh, services, that we were to be there to support people and even have the government enforce the, 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 the measures. So we saw a lot of like a big increase in numbers um, in the daily orders, but uh, all that came uh, along with a lot of requirements we had to put on, uh, uh, masks, gloves, and we had to make sure that we have two bottles and sanitizers in every vehicle. Um, all, all that comes with like an foreseeable cost. Um, extra packaging. 
we, we had to make sure that we, could, we, we we are there a truck that's going to collect our, our and uh, we, we had to secure another house like to make sure that our people uh, are operating in, a, in an effective way uh, environment um, so we, we had we secured another facility uh, to ensure our dispatching uh, is being done in a, in a, in a commendable way. So of course, I mean, it came with a lot, um, um, a lot of challenges, but we can be happy that we were able to, uh, to serve and we were there when people needed us, despite the difficulty of operating within um, uh, restrictions and, uh, um, and um, limited movements, yeah. Uh, one advantage that we had was that um, we've been operating online uh, for quite a while, strictly online, I mean. Um, it was only two, two years ago that we decided to open um, a pickup shop where people can walk in and pick up their orders or walk in and um, shop on, shop, you know, like an offline, our motor. So we became a click and motor company uh, two years ago, but it was originally strictly online. Um, so we had to, when the pandemic started, we had to actually close our, our shop and um, we had to start working from home and um, we had to educate our staff on taking uh, precautions, uh, precautionary measures um, by giving them hand sanitizers, uh, face masks, gloves and educating them on the importance of uh, social distancing themselves, especially when they do the deliveries. Um, so, um, however, um, despite these um, challenges that we faced, um, it also became a blessing in disguise uh, uh, because the general public also, due to the many restrictions that they faced, um, it wasn't ideal for them to be going around and um, uh, trying to purchase um, uh, fruits and veggies. So we had a lot of uh, new customers um, who really started appreciating our services more than they used to. Uh, they started seeing value in, in what we were providing. Um, so our sales actually shoot up to 400%, uh, 400% within a period of uh, two weeks. And um, this created a lot of uh, stress on our infrastructure because we are really not prepared for such. Um, we are not that big a company. Um, so if you start having like 20, like um, let, me, let me put it, let's say uh, 300, 400, $500, $1,000 worth of orders per day, um, it becomes really um, demanding and challenging. And um, so we had to like um, quickly find um, efficient ways of uh, circumventing these um, challenges. Uh, we didn't have a total lockdown. We still, we still don't have uh, a lockdown per se. What we have is restrictions in movement, hours of operation, what times uh, the market should open, what time certain businesses should open, that sort of thing. So all of that ha had an impact on us. Um, but like I said, uh, overall, uh, the, the, the um, the demand for a delivery service uh, went up by 400%. Um, and so far, so good. That's what I can say, despite the challenges. Thanks a lot. Now, that brings me to another question. 
you both leverage online sales right from the beginning of your business model. But then, since the pandemic started and the lockdowns have been put in place, how have you leveraged existing digital technology to go about increasing your sales? And how have you been able to bring your customers to adopt this technology that you have brought on board? Um, for us, we knew already that we're not a food company. We're a service company. And to serve people, you don't immediately bump them with whatever you have as technology you've developed. And the fancier, uh, the least it, it takes people on. So what we realized uh, before that, uh, we had noticed that 70% of our orders would come from WhatsApp, despite the fact that we have an online grocery store have a website up and running, um, but people would still uh, engage us on WhatsApp and prefer to send us their lists on WhatsApp. So we say, I mean, WhatsApp is one of the biggest, uh, um, it's a continent, it's pretty much more, close to 2 billion of people now. And um, it would be not stupid not to innovate around that. We had really started searching about what kind of solution we can find in, in, in the ecosystem. And we land on this uh, small app web app called What's Order, which is like a way to integrate with uh, WhatsApp API and to make sure that you leverage uh, the facility, the interface that's familiar for people to order and, and to connect your product and the service. So we immediately launched that and um, it worked pretty well. We had already started like piloting it, but it was not picking up yet. Um, but yeah, it worked. It happened to be like, I mean, all the competitors, if I can call them, I call them co-opetitors, wanted to install the same. And we were also there to help them uh, do that um, because we knew that it's a, it's a fantastic tool. And um, I mean, we're happy with that. And we're happy that we've been like, pioneers in using that and keep on using it uh, until now. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, for us... Um... We are not a technology company as well. However, um, my background is in technology. I have an IT company also, separate from FarmFresh, uh, mm. which has been in existence for 17 years. So, oh, wow. we've leveraged on, yeah, so we've leveraged on that experience and the customer base that we had also expanded. Like um, we also targeted our customers, our clients from my other companies um, to um, to make use of our platform. Um, uh, similarly, uh, WhatsApp, our WhatsApp sales also went up. Um, it's very interesting. Uh, what we've noticed that uh, Gambians, okay, let me just say that our target customers are Gambians living abroad, Gambians in the diaspora. I would say 90% or 95% of all the sales are coming from Gambians and also non-Gambians uh, who are living abroad shopping online for their families, friends, and loved ones. But there's a small percentage also, about 5% or so, of indigenous, I mean, Gambians living in the Gambia who shop on our platform. However, um, it's always a challenge to convince them to shop. Even though they have internet, they go to Facebook, they, they are on social media, but for them to open the app or to go to the website, it's like, uh, they always feel lazy. So sometimes they ask us, can we just place an order through the phone or through WhatsApp? You know, we said, yeah, it, it's, that's fine. You can, you can, you can certainly do that. 
Um, so our WhatsApp sales have definitely gone up. We operate a business account on WhatsApp. So with that, you can um, put your products there. Uh, and we're also working on getting a chatbot in the not too distant future. Um, the other aspect that has worked for us is that uh, we've also reached out to media houses. These online media houses, uh, these are Gambian companies um, in the diaspora who have a very large following. Um, an example is one is called What's On Gambia. They have about 300,000 followers. So what we did was we paid them to put our ad. We created some promotions. Uh, we created some interesting packages. Like uh, the, the first one was called a lockdown package. So what that means is uh, these are items that when you have it in your home, you don't need to go out. Uh, the rice, the, the onions, the potatoes, um, the sugar, the sardines, the corned beef, you know, it's about 14 items that we estimate that um, if someone has it in his home with a family size of five or six, you, you wouldn't need to go out. And this, this really caught on very fast and people loved it and uh, it went viral and people just started ordering like crazy. Um, so um, it really worked with us when we reached out to the uh, media companies in the diaspora, like the Watson Gambia, when they posted it, literally within minutes, the order started um, coming in. What we also realized, we had challenges uh, having a, a proper payment platform in, initially. Um, everything... Well, we received payment, but it wasn't integrated within the website. It had to be done outside the website. But we succeeded in getting PayPal um, implemented also all during this crisis. And we noticed that when we used the PayPal integrated on the website, sales also just went off the roof. You know, people become more comfortable, more at ease. You know, they felt more secure in through PayPal uh, rather than money transfer or what other service. So in a nutshell, uh, these are the various um, ways that, that we, you know, we use technology to, um, to boost our sales. Thank you so much for that, Modu. I'll go back to Fidance. So I have heard from Modu how much um, challenges they encountered while they were deploying some of this um, innovation that they had to come up with. So how about for you, what um, new challenges did you face in this period that you had to overcome? But of course, I mean, like any innovation has all these ups and downs. So we, we had a slow adoption at the beginning. Uh, we had people challenging us, say, wow, it's not like a website. Oh, it's, it's not, it doesn't have images. Um, there's no direct payment, as he, he said, model. And we would see like people uh, very reluctant. But after, um, uh, we've solved little uh, technical instability. And um, we've added a few features, like a cart, uh, like a, a search boot button. Like, there's a few things that had to be done to be addressed and to show to people that, yeah, we're improving. And by you using it, by you adopting it, we get even farther. And of course, there's some internal resistance. People were used to, um, to, 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 to just push a button and, and, and generate an invoice, for example. And that was very easy for the people internally, and they would never, never expect to be the one uh, processing the order. But because we had to do that, I had taken that decision uh, to move ahead. It's a strategic decision, and people need to follow. And we stick with it, and it worked. At the end, we started by uh, uh, processing people's orders and prompting them with just a link to pay. 
And after they've received that convenient way to pay, they would say, wow, why don't we also go ahead and even build our own uh, order, process our order ourselves. So that's how it went. And it's, it's working now. And people no longer, I mean, apart from the first user, first time users, otherwise people are no longer asking anything. What soda is the way to go today? Thanks a lot for that, Fidens. And then there's this critical question of how you are able to adhere to health safety precautions during this time, given that um, you would be making deliveries to homes. How are you able to assure your customers that they're not going to get the virus from your delivery packages? So, um, Moja, I would like to um, start with you on that. Yes, um, we really took a lot of measures in terms of sanitizing the products that we obtain from our suppliers, like the vegetables, when we receive them from the suppliers, um, we leave them out um, uh, before packaging them or before touching them, we let them settle for about three to four hours. So that, um, as you know, in theory, it said that um, the virus probably will not be able to survive outside um, for more than four hours. So. That's one of the first steps. So after four hours, take the vegetables or the fruits or whatever products, and we start processing them. That is cleaning them up, uh, packaging them. And then we would give them out to the delivery guy. Um, initially, we partnered with delivery companies. We still do. We still work with them. But we also acquired our own delivery motorbike just for better efficiency, because sometimes the delivery companies are too busy and this causes delays and the customers become dissatisfied. Um, so with the delivery companies also, we um, gave them our standards. That is to say, if you, got, if, you, if you want to work with us, you have to follow these precautions yourself. Otherwise, we cannot work with you. You have to wear a mask. You have to wear a glove. You have to have a hand sanitizer. If you don't, we will provide it. We decided to do that. It's either they provide it themselves or we give it to them if they didn't have it because it was worth it for us. Um, it wasn't worth taking the risk. It was worth us investing in sanitary measures, take, uh, PPEs and stuff like that. And we also had to educate them and educate our staff that whenever you do a delivery, um, keep a social distance, keep a distance of about two meters from the customer. Um, you don't have to be very close to them, drop the delivery package at their doorstep, call them, inform them, and then step back two meters. They will pick it up, and if the payment is cash on delivery, they'll also probably leave it envelope, and then you also go and collect it. Of course, whilst you're collecting it, you're all protected, wearing your mask and your gloves and all that. And when you get back to the um, company, to the office, you will also sanitize yourself further, make sure that you take off all your all the um, like you have to change your mask you have to change the glove changing i mean if it, if it is a disposable mask you have to throw it away if it is a reusable mask you have to keep it in a safe and secure place so that it can be cleaned up later on but with no kind of uh, contamination possibility of contamination also when you're entering the office you'll have to disinfect your your shoes you know and stuff like that um, so, uh, in general, I can say these are some of the measures that um, we've taken in order to minimize the risk um, that we are exposed to while doing this, um, this delivery service. All right, great. So, um, 
I'll move on to what I expect uh, many SMEs are asking right now. You both have adopted and innovated around the technology you've leveraged from the beginning. But then how can other SMEs in different value chains across Africa, what do they need to know about how they can leverage available technologies to grow their businesses in this period or really in similar situations? I would recommend um, every business owner or every innovator has had enough time now to reflect um, on their businesses more in depth and uh, to look at the perspective changes that uh, might occur. They've had enough time to do that. So now it's the time to disrupt industries in a more profound way and to set up future-free business strategies like incorporating or in these merging technologies and we've had enough time to, to reflect on this. Now it's time to act very quickly. And if you're not ready, if your teams are not uh, uh, agile enough to adopt this, I mean, you'll be left out. So all the business owners or the innovators, this is the right time. They've had enough time like, to see it, to, to reflect on their industries and what should be or might change and should be changed. Now it's the time to pilot it and the quicker, the better. Well, for businesses that are already uh, leveraging on technology, they need to step up the game or step up to the plate and um, further enhance um, the existing platforms and also see the many opportunities that are available. For example, uh, we've had this payment platform on for seven years. We've been doing fairly okay. But when this crisis started, we actually saw it as an opportunity. I know it's crazy to say that, but in business terms, um, a problem can actually be, uh, be regarded as an opportunity, depending on how you see it. Because when there's a problem as an entrepreneur, you have to think of solutions. Um, creating solutions is what um, drives businesses. Uh, you have to talk about your business in terms of creating solutions, but not in terms of uh, making profit. Um, so... We were forced to think outside the box and we were forced to really work really hard to improve our service. Um, for example, the, the demand was really high. We, we started having very high-end customers who, who started giving us um, positive um, or constructive criticisms on our platform is areas of improvement, which we take on board um, positively. Uh, like I said, we, we didn't have... We actually had PayPal before, but it wasn't integrated. So we really had a spike in demand for PayPal to be integrated. So we worked really hard. We worked around the clock, did whatever we could, and we succeeded on, in, in doing that. Um, they basically, um, it meant spending, spending more money uh, with the developers to make it work. Uh, we did that, and now we're seeing the results. So we shouldn't be too complacent with our existing technologies. Um, things are evolving all the time as we speak. You know, um, we are even thinking of further en enhancing our platform, how to make it easier, simpler, faster, cheaper, you know, uh, more responsive. Um, so this is the way that um, uh, people who are leveraging on technology should, should think of, uh, or this is the way that they should think. Um, and to know that there, there's competition now, uh, now that um, there's a lockdown and everyone is online, um, there will be similar comp companies who will be coming up with similar solutions and they might come up with better platforms. 
So they need to keep an eye on the emerging trends in the market in terms of tech. You know, um, there are always easier ways of doing things. Um, don't ever be, don't ever believe that your platform is the best or there's no other better way of enhancing it. You'll be surprised. Someone else in another country is doing the same thing, but in a more efficient way. And it's making more money by just um, doing some little tweaks. Um, for those who are not leveraging on technology, I think this is like a matter of life and death, I should say. Uh, it's an urgency uh, because everything is now online. Um, our educational system, uh, I don't know about Rwanda, but in Gambia now, schools are closed. So um, we have these TV programs and the radio programs on a daily basis. Students now have to follow these programs to continue their education. Um, some of them are following it online. So the tourism industry is almost dead in the Gambia, I would say. Um, the, the hotels are closed. Uh, they don't have any tourists, so they need to sustain their business. They need to start thinking outside the box. They need to start thinking of how they can leverage technology to still survive. Maybe set up an online platform so that people can be ordering some of the services, some of the, um, they do have restaurants in the, in the hotels. So why not um, start selling online uh, the food that they have in their restaurants rather than just saying that, oh, the, all the tourists are gone, so there's no business, so we close down, you know. So technology can be used in many ways, in many areas, um, in many departments, um, in agriculture, in finance, in accounting. As you can see, even with the news, uh, you go to Al Jazeera, people are all online working from home, and everything is coordinated. Um, recently, I was part of a hackathon that was conducted in the Gambia entirely online, and the hackathon was to do with creating um, solutions that would help um, fight uh, the COVID-19 pandemic or to help reduce it. So these were young Gambians that were just brought on board um, to come up with uh, prototype solutions that will solve this problem. And um, the entire process, because we are trying to safeguard ourselves and you know, be, be um, safe, uh, everything was done online from the judges, the mentors, uh, the developers, the meetings, the pitching contest, the voting, everything was done online. And this is something that is unprecedented. It, it, we never had anything like that in the Gambia. Even the announcement of the results, the certificates, the vote of thanks, the clapping, everything was, we had to find ways of doing all those things. So in a nutshell, um, I think it's a matter of urgency. They should really reach out to IT companies um, uh, who would really help them to uh, innovate their services and, 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 and so that they can survive. Otherwise, I'm afraid um, they might be left out and their businesses would be at risk of, uh, of failing. Thank you, Modo. I really like what you said about it is now a matter of survival and to reach out to IT companies to innovate and turn businesses around. Uh, so I'll turn to Fidens uh, before we wrap up. Oh, um, I would second whatever Modo has said about that. He's really extended uh, his answer and it goes from, uh, uh, from those who have not leveraged uh, technology so far to those who are already advanced who are implementing some solutions. But yeah, I mean, he said pretty much everything. I mean, you should not rely on whatever you're doing and, and think you have done it. There's no way you cannot find someone who's doing it better, faster, and who's probably going to outpace you. 
for those who are not yet online, for those who have not yet integrated in the solution that is innovating uh, the industry, disrupting the industry, um, we like to say about Park and Peak that uh, we innovate for the sake of innovating, for the sake of innovating. Because the moment you settle, you settle and um, expect uh, to, 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 to harvest, you're already, you're already out of the game. So um, for those who are in industries, established industries, and who'd like to, to know how to, to, um, uh, to, uh, to address uh, the loss of revenues and uh, uh, the changes that are coming. Yes, as I said, they should reflect on what industries are needing now and what customers are needing now. Customers have evolved and faster in a matter of a month or two. People have realized how um, they can do pretty much everything despite um, the restriction of movement, for example. And they can probably go back to the traditional way of doing things because of revenue, because of some other parameters, but uh, the curve is going to come and people will be adopting these technologies more than ever. So it's a matter of survival for any business who would like to survive, to, to stay afloat, to adopt one or two technologies in their way of operating. And as I said, um, I probably differ with Modu to say, uh, go for IT solution providers, uh, no. As innovators, you need to understand your technology, the technology you're using. If you're not able to develop it yourself, of course, there's some. You can buy it, lease it, but make sure that you're implementing. You can go from the cheaper one, which is like half of the solution you need, but making sure that you're adopting something that is changing the way you're operating. And by the time you get uh, enough revenue from the first solution, the half solution, the partial solution. You can upgrade to the beta, to the beta, to the full solution, but making sure that you progressively changing the game, or at least catching up with the, whatever is changing in your industry. Um, I cannot say more than he has said, and uh, I, I really recommend uh, WhatsApp. Not only it's a communication tool, yeah. but it can yeah. deliver it for businesses and can change everything. You don't need to have it at an ERP, fully uh, integrated ERP payment, direct payment. It's good. It's fancy. But organization-wise, Facebook does, it. no, no, WhatsApp does it all. It, it helps you in, 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 a, in, a, in a processing, orders processing, helps you in, 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 operate, um, in tracking, in, 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 in tracking where your, your, your delivery is, helps you with pretty much everything in WhatsApp now. If you have someone who can do you a favor, integrate, like, helps you to implement your, uh, to connect with your uh, WhatsApp API, you'll be making good money and easing your, your, your customer's hustle and getting your products if you really necessary and, uh, during this time. Thank you so much for your contribution. Um, thank you so much for listening. Do join us next time.